So hi, welcome to the Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Andy from Young Return. And we're going to ask some, some questions say about their new deluxe album, Still Point in a Turning World. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? It's been great. It feels good to, to get this music out there. Yeah, we're excited about it. Oh, yeah. It bangs. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art? Yeah, uh, the the title specifically um, was a little bit of a reminder to ourselves to kind of take a moment and be present because I feel like so often we are looking either forward or dwelling on things that have happened in the past. So um, it was a little bit of an exercise for us to, you know, like pump the brakes, mm-hmm. take a second mm-hmm. and, and like appreciate the things that are happening right now in our lives. And um, the the photo on the photograph or on the uh, cover was actually a photo taken by um, our buddy, a brilliant photographer and uh, graphic designer, Jesse DeFlorio, who um, really like kind of captured the essence of that. It's just kind of like an open road in the middle of a desert, really. So if there's anything that's going to make you think about like the present, that's that felt like it to us. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Yeah. Um, it was a little different than I think we traditionally do it and different than I think a lot of songwriters traditionally write, but everybody was kind of forced to be thrown into the zoom writing session world because of the pandemic and, and whatnot. Um, so a lot of the songs were written um, not in person, which was a little strange. Um, so generally, like one of us will come in with an idea and we'll kind of like bounce it back and forth. But um, I think there was a little bit more like solitude in the writing. Um, mm-hmm. But when we were able to get back in a room, those songs really came to life. And, and we um, really, I don't know, felt the the spirit of them. So. <laughs> Um, it was, it was a little, not quite as like sex, sexy of like writing sessions as one might think. Yeah. But, fair enough. Um, although I don't know like what one thinks of like a young ri- rising sun's writing session. It, I assure you it's not sexy. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, no, it was, it was fun to have the songs written and then get into the studio and actually hash out the production side. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And then, like in terms of the Zoom, the Zoom writing sessions and whatnot, what was like the biggest challenge for you guys to like kind of overcome with that? Because I'm sure everything beforehand was written in person. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we do like a a decent amount of sessions with um, people, you know, from all over, which is like one of the nice things about Zoom. Like you can write with somebody who's in London, for example, and um, otherwise you would never be able to do that mm-hmm. unless you're actually in London. So. Um, it affords you those luxuries, but I think also the biggest piece of songwriting is getting into a room and being vulnerable and being very open with people, which is awkward to begin with, with a stranger. And then you throw a computer in between you guys. And, um, it just, it's hard to, um, look at a screen and say, okay, yeah, let's get, let's get vulnerable. What's your biggest, deepest (laughs) secret? Yeah. So, um, there was a little bit of that in getting over that hurdle, I think. But um, I mean, the four of us are so comfortable together. Mm-hmm. It it didn't really phase us so much. But um, yeah, it was definitely tricky. It, it was a, a mental hurdle to kind of get over. But um, once we kind of got in the swing of things, it got a little easier. For sure. 
That's perfect. Mm-hmm. But so what song off this album took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Uh, well, so I would be in trouble if I didn't say my personal favorite was Ellison because that's my wife's <laughs> name and it's her song. Um, <laughs> and that, that kind of came the easiest. It was just, I don't know. I, it, I like had heard it in my head. It, it seemed like it had already existed and just kind of like spelled out. Um, the, the most difficult one, um, which was on the original um, release was probably Passenger. I went through a ton of different phases and um, I think the original bridge was the chorus and we're like, oh, we should make that the bridge. And then we're like, oh, we got to write a chorus again. So uh, there's a lot of like um, song surgery, I guess, and piecing like places, different parts of songs together for that one so it was that was a tough one there's a lot of like banging our heads against a wall with that but uh we got it and we're really proud of where we got it too, so hell yeah perfect yeah. um yeah. so how'd the track list for the album come about did you guys write the opener be the close the opener be the opener closer be closer did you shuffle around see what fits what was that process like and also a second part we're obviously trying to talk about the deluxe here as well mm-hmm. um how'd you guys like go about picking which songs like made the deluxe yeah, so um, the original track listing, uh, we're we're pretty like um, precious with how we like piece things together or try to be precious at least. Um, so the flow of an album is really important to us. Same way with the flow of like a set list, for example. There's got to be kind of like ebbs and flows of energy, I think, um, for every good record. And um, we were really conscious of that going into it um and kind of same thing with the deluxe i I think like if you put together a body of work and then you're like hey we're gonna add this group of songs to the body of work i think they need to all be able to gel together um so that was really important to us and i think um the majority of these songs we all wrote around the same time um and we were kind of holding off on the additional five songs that we added um we weren't exactly sure what we wanted to do with them but they always kind of felt like they fit into um the the still point world so to speak so um it felt natural to to pop them on there so those were just kind of like the songs from the sessions that were like on the border making the record that eventually made it yeah we i mean we love those songs and we we have always loved them from the from day one um and we were going to use them at some point we were kind of like saving them i think um for what's you know beyond um and we're like you know what let's let's add them they feel cohesive um and like part of still point so Fair we uh, popped them on there, yeah. And I, I just like to say, in terms of the track list, I, I respect that you guys still kind of like put time and effort into the track list, like in the age of Spotify and everybody just shuffling everything. <laughs> I know, so. like in the, for the ten people that are listening through the album, like we hope you enjoy it. <laughs> but well, you can make get, it twelve because yeah, I know Glory and uh, yeah. I both listen to it front to back. Sweet, there yeah, we go. we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it's like it's a little bit of a bummer the way people are digesting music these days. Like I, I miss sitting and listening through an entire album. I mean, I don't, I don't miss it. I do it, but I, I wish that were 
still more a thing. Um, but it, you know, it, it is what it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So would you be able to tell us where headspace was at while you were creating this record? Oh boy. Um, I think, uh, the majority of young rising sun songs come out of really dark places. Um, and I think being in the pandemic and sort of in a lockdown state um, encouraged us to find ways to escape it. Um, and the best way for us to do that was to write songs that made us feel good um, and felt inspiring to us. Um, so that's, I don't know, that's sort of the sum mantra, I think. Um, for lack of a better word, we, we try and make the best out of shitty situations and, and find the silver lining. I respect that. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should you do it in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on? Is it a workout album, party album? What do you personally recommend? I would say uh, a highway album, windows down, just cruising. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Right by the beach. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And how did you personally listen to the record for the first time? Um, doing that, actually. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It felt right. So, um, yeah, I think um, I didn't do it as I actually, since it was released, I haven't sat down and listened to the full thing yet, but um, I, I took a trip home. I'm originally from Ohio and, I took a trip home and it's a long drive. So I actually like sat and listened through the whole thing. And I, I, I don't know, I was alone. I, I kind of love the solitude of long drives and being alone. There's just like some, something peaceful about it. Unless you're um, very tired, like, then it sucks. That is true. Then it's tough. Yeah. yeah. And Pennsylvania is a really long state that mm. seems like it's never going to end. So yeah, mm. like, <laughs> you know that. but um, no, that's sort of like my, my me time to really like internalize everything and like sit with stuff so um that was the first time i I listened to it when i was going home and it was like the first time i was going home in like several years so it it felt good very cool that's perfect yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, so this one should be super super quick off top of your head i want you to describe this record for new listeners in three words no more no less okay um optimistic Mm -hmm um driving not like car driving um and present oh all right that's good perfect yeah yeah uh so in that same chain of thought is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the album just something yeah like i i don't if they hate it cool if they love it cool um I don't know. Art is all about like feeling something, I think. Um, so I, I just hope people listen to it and feel something ideally inspired and happy, but they hate it. That's fine too. Fair enough. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they felt something. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this album? Ooh. Um, boy, I, it's, it's tough. I don't know if there's like a specific memory. Um, 
that I can think of off the top of my head. But I think it's just, you know, we all have really busy lives. And when we get together for band stuff, it's, it's not all that often that we're able to. And um, when we do, I mean, we're like, we're best friends. So just being able to spend that time together, it, it's like hard to get work done sometimes. But um, just being with the guys is, is the best. I don't know. Nothing specific, but just in general, being Fair with enough. the homies. <laughs> Yeah. That's so wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so picture this. You're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Oh, man. It's tough for me. So I uh, I can't have gluten. I've got a gluten intolerance. And uh, Steve, our drummer, and Julian, our bassist, are both vegetarian mm-hmm. um, and usually try to be vegan. So like most places it is hard to like please, please everyone yeah. i feel sorry for our tour manager um god bless him but um my go-to is generally like lunch meat <laughs> just because it's like it's gluten free not horrible i mean it's not great a lot of sodium i guess but <laughs> gluten free yeah yeah okay you're just eating lunch meat like straight out of the packaging oh uh, yeah it's it's terrible i'm like a monster <laughs> i mean if it works yeah it, it gets the job done yeah oh okay <laughs> so on the topic so of that no it's it's all good man i i mean i understand it's it's difficult especially when you're out on the road but it's like yeah that caught me off i mean we've never gotten that one yeah. before. <laughs> i love fruit snacks but like i can't live off fruit snacks i'd, I'd be in trouble if i exactly. yeah fair enough yeah it's valid uh, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? Oh, man. It's tough. I feel like we're we're like a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, gosh, that's a good question. Um, Thank you. I would say... Uh, macaroni and cheese but like chipotle macaroni and cheese Ooh, that sounds good that sounds really good I, I don't know i feel like there's like a level of like comfort to at least for us like what sons does like what we do mm-hmm. um but then you like pop in a little spice yeah okay <laughs> well, perfect yeah all right Love it. uh so for the last couple questions we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row Boom. So if oh, you're on boy. death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Um, last meal, uh, I feel like my go-to is always sushi. I'd probably do sushi. Um, yeah, and a drink. It's hard to like find the right drink that's going to go with sushi. Mm-hmm. Nothing like sake, I guess. But um, my go-to is always whiskey or bourbon. I'd probably go with a bourbon. Fair enough. All right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Do you have a specific the perfect uh, blend? Oh. <laughs> do you have a specific a sushi roll? Yeah. Um usually I'll I'll just do like tuna or salmon avocado. Ooh. That's based. Good. That's a good choice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. can't go wrong. Exactly. Uh, so mm-hmm. if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Harry Potter. You have a house? Hands down. Uh, so I'm, I'm Gryffindor according to, uh, the sorting hat Mm -hmm. at, um, 
the lot in Warner and uh, what's it called? Universal in LA. Yes. Oh, yes. wow. So you um, went to the, like the actual, like the yeah, universal so, thing. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I don't know at the lot. I don't think they filmed anything there, but mm-hmm. um, they had like the sorting hat. We got a like tour of the whole back lot, which was awesome. Um, and they like put it on all of us and like, it made, it made sense. I think if, like a little smoke and mirrors i think she like hits what it should be according to like the person she's putting on so um but i did take the test as well and i got gryffindor as well so so it was right so the lady pressing the button was right i know she got it yeah Yeah. i think she got it all right um so i have the honor of asking the last question and every single person that we've spoken to have said that is the most important question Mm -hmm. what's your favorite color blue specific shade of blue uh, like I would say sky blue if I had to pick. Okay. Mm. Nice. Good yeah. pick. Uh, so, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, go listen to the album, catch us on tour this fall if we're coming to the city and, um, yeah, hopefully we'll sing some songs with you. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you for now. This has been Andy from Young Rising Sons and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>